1: Flushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Hi, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Lorena and this is The Pooch. Welcome to episode 23. Today, I want to talk about returning to work after having a baby. Uh, it's been a little while for me because my daughter's now two and a half and I went back to work when she was almost 12 months old. But for some people, this is a very recent experience or it's not even happened yet. So I thought why not talk about what it feels like um, to return to work after having a baby from my perspective, from my experience. Maybe it might help someone put some fears aside or maybe it might make you feel like you you can relate <laughs> in some way. Um, first of all, I just want to say I am on zero sleep. Like, I don't know what's going on. Is there a sleep regression at almost three Years of age, I didn't think that that was still something that I'd be dealing with with my toddler. But she seems to be really struggling at night. Um, she wakes up smack in the middle of the night, and then it's just three hours of her being awake, just chatting away, needing things, needing to use the toilet, wanting a tissue, wanting, feeling hot, feeling cold, wanting to talk about something. She asked me at like two in the morning last night how old I was and went through the whole family and just spoke about all our ages and I was like it's like I, I love that you're fascinated by that but I am being kicked left right and center from the inside out I really need a bit of sleep and so yeah so while my insomnia was settling she was wide awake and then while she was sleeping my insomnia woke back up again so I'm on no sleep so let's just hope that what I'm going to share today makes a little bit of sense. So what it feels like to return to work after having a baby, my experience. So I took 12 months off work um, in Australia. I'm assuming most of the people listening are from Australia, but I know that there's a few that are not. Um, you are allowed to take up to 12 months off work or it's, you know, part of, you know, your work has to grant you 12 months of work. And then you can apply for an additional 12 months um, if you wish. And whether or not it's paid is employer-specific. So the government pays you as well. Um, Not, you know, 18 weeks I think it is or I think it's gone up to 20 now, um, a wage. But your employer can choose whether or not to pay you um, leave. So I took 12 months off work and obviously during that time... I spent 24-7 with a baby Um, I was living at my parents place so I was very very fortunate that I had people around to step in when I needed um, some help but obviously having a newborn and having a baby especially mine who was super clingy um, and still is (laughs) is you know means that it was that's how, how my time was consumed completely you know by by having a baby so it's not holiday leave and I know I'm I'm preaching to the choir here but I think before people have a baby or, you know, when people think about parental leave, they imagine, I imagined it as, you know, baby chinos and and fun times at the beach. And I mean, there was the occasional but it's not a holiday, it's absolutely hard work and to be honest, in my opinion, it's harder than being at work because it doesn't, I mean... I've done an episode recently about default parenting but the thing is that it, there's no lock, clock on and clock off time, there's no breaks, there's no switching things up and, and you know um, changing I guess the path of the day, it's like the same thing day after day from wake up to go to sleep and that it's if you're lucky. So during that 12 month period for me when I, where I was off work I um, I did find it hard at times and to be completely honest there were moments when I where I felt totally envious of people who had the freedom to just get themselves ready for the day um, and go spend it doing something that you know meant that they could use their brain and obviously I'm extremely lucky obviously and I'm and I have to acknowledge this because it would be unfair of me not to there are people who have had to had to, for financial reasons, return to work, or depending on where you are and what your country's arrangements are, but have had to return to work much sooner than 12 months. And I can't imagine, you know, how challenging that would be, especially if you have a baby that's only a few months old. Um, but at the same time, in my experience, I just felt like, you know, there were times where I would crave just this get up early in the morning, get up at a set time, because that was the thing like, my day had no structure. So while that's good in a sense because you kind of go into the baby's clock and, you know, the baby will wake up when they wake up and, and whatever, there's – for me personally, there's a nice thing about having a bit of structure to the day. So when I'm at work, you know, or when I was work working before having my 12 months off, I'd get up at the same time every day. I'd have kind of like a routine in place. I knew that if I left my house at X time, I'd be at work by this time, enough time to grab myself a coffee. And like you have that kind of flow to the day and that structure. Whereas, um, you know, being at home with a baby, that doesn't, doesn't work that way. You know, I felt so out of control most of the time because again, I'm just going to a baby's clock. So I did feel that envy of the people around me who had the freedom to get up at a time that worked for them, to get themselves ready for the day, and go and have a sense of kind of contribution to a project or socialize, have conversations that were, you know, using adult adult brain, <laughs> um, having autonomy and kind of free agency to run the day according to you. Like that for me was something that I struggled with losing when I was on, you know, parental leave because that 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 simple concept of, I mean, we all know, you know, when you're at home with a baby, taking the time to have a coffee or have breakfast or go to the toilet or have a shower they're all in my case and i know for many people impossible um and even though like i said i had my parents there so i had people to help me and i was extremely lucky i'm not going to go and have a nice sweet long shower while my parents are you know trying to manage a, a crying newborn like that's just not that's just not in my nature so i also i can't take advantage of the people that are helping are helping around me so i still was very much tied um, and and had that kind of sense that I, I didn't have that freedom at all. So I returned to work um, for two reasons, mainly financial, obviously. it's I mean, living in Australia is very hard to just be living off one wage um, but also because I needed a bit of balance in my life and I think by, by the age of almost 12 months, it was a pretty good time to... Um, to work with, with my daughter and the people around us to be able to to be able to do that. So while I felt like you know a twelve month time off work was a, a decent amount of time, um, when I was the lead up to me returning to work, I was absolutely petrified. I put a couple of question box up on my on the pooch Instagram. Um, if you're not following me, come and follow, and we'll chat more, you know mum life things on there. But um, yeah, it was just those feelings of returning to work and I was—I became completely anxious about leaving her and it was almost like this big era in my life was coming to an end. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else because obviously, you know, life goes on and your baby's still in your life. But when I had weeks left or days left where I was like, you know, in no time I'll be back at work and that's, that's that I returned to work three days a week. Like I didn't return full time. I don't have the the arrangements the care arrangements to be able to return to work full-time but even still I was like our days together are numbered and it just felt like this entire era was coming to an end and in hindsight that those feelings were a little bit you know dramatic a bit overkill because I do have many days still where it's just her and I throughout the week um, we still kind of do the same flow of, of how we did things before but in in the moment, it just was like, oh my gosh, life is coming to a total standstill when I go back to work. So, at first, I was really lucky. She was looked after exclusively by grandparents. Um, so, I didn't have to rely on childcare, you know, when she was as young as 12 months. And I, again, you know, if that's something that you've had to do, some people love that and, and I think that's great but I can imagine if it was something that you had to do and you didn't feel like you had an option how complicated that would be and how hard that would have been for you because I did it I put her in child care when she was 12 months oh no not sorry 12 months she was two she turned two and then I put her into child care two days a week and that was soul crushing for me so soul, absolutely soul crushing But yeah, like I said, she was looked after grandparents um, for the first like 12 months exclusively by grandparents. But during that time, lockdown number two hit in Australia. So um, little did I expect it, obviously. Uh, (laughs) So I had to end up working from home and look after her at the same time. And that's probably been the hardest stage of my life, even with the help from my parents even with you know the support that I was getting because it doesn't really matter how how many hands are there to help if I am in the same environment as she's in it is very very hard for anyone to fully take over very very hard now that she's getting older things have changed and she's actually preferring other people at times to me but that has taken two and a half years I'm talking you know this is you know a a, 12 and a bit month old who um knew that i was in the next room having a meeting and people my parents would be trying to entertain her and it was so 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 hard highly stressful my working days were so frustrating for me i felt like completely out of control and you know i'm insanely grateful for the amount of help that i got i wouldn't have been able i wouldn't be able to function honestly without my parents um but still it was such a hard time and it would have been a very hard time for them as well because she has never been a great sleeper so naps were not something we could rely on Um, you know they were trying to entertain her while she was crying out for me and knowing that i was in the next room makes it really really hard so that lockdown working from home anyone who has a COVID baby and had that experience of of returning and I know lots of people did I know lots of my colleagues um we'd be on on zoom calls and you'd see babies in the in the videos and like all that kind of stuff so I know I'm not the only one um but it's I found it personally one of the most challenging things and while there's kind of this idea that you've got this luxury of being able to work from home and look after your kid and see your kid. It is so different when you can't have that kind of breakup between work and home, especially when you're literally doing both things at the same time. So for me, for the way that my brain functions, the way that I need you know, to, to gain a bit of peace, to not be able to divide those two things and to literally be trying to focus at the same time as I've got a baby crying for me is absolutely insanely overwhelming but let me go back because i haven't really covered actually the first day returning to work um i remember it so clearly it felt like i was like a new kid in school and i don't know if anyone can identify with this but i was absolutely absolutely overwhelmed like knowing that i was going back into a work environment with a completely different I was a completely different person and the biggest thing for me was – well, a couple of things. I looked very different and it's not all about looks but I did look very different, you know, to how I did before. But the most important thing for me was that my brain was absolutely not functioning. It was like I was on a trip for a year and then I was trying to apply logical thinking to life after just being completely out of it for a year. Like I just – It was so overwhelming for me. Um, So the morning of, you know, even just dressing myself for the day, I hadn't literally dressed properly for anything in so long. Keep in mind, again, that in my case, I had a baby, then we went through lockdowns. There was no events, no, nothing fun. I didn't have any reason to have any decent clothes in my wardrobe. Obviously it was just like this whole concept of like, I have no idea how to dress nothing fits me and let alone in a professional environment I I felt so awkward and I felt so you know just so frumpy and gross I don't know I don't know um but anyway I got to work that day super early and I don't know if that helped but I sat in the car for so long getting so worked up and I almost like went home because I was just like oh my gosh what am I doing firstly because I was nervous about being there but also I had not spent much time without my daughter um I had I had never really left her for more than an hour or two maybe to go down to the shops I think I got like one haircut in that time um and I was really nervous and I'd run straight back home and like so knowing that I was going to be away from her for a full day was a lot was a very very big deal one thing that was really strange for me because I was going back to the same workplace as before I had had my baby um it to me felt so much more daunting than actually going to a brand new job because I felt like I was a completely different person. Um, You know, it's okay to feel, or it, it makes sense to feel clueless in a new environment, right? It makes sense to feel oblivious or completely lost and be super dependent on your colleagues when you're brand new. But when you're not brand new and when you've been there for a very long time like I have, um, you know feeling like you would be seen as someone who you used to be um, but then let people down because I was a completely different person I my brain wasn't working the way that it was at all like I don't know for me baby brain hit hard and it still has an effect on me to this day but I know especially then like now things have changed a lot for me but right then and there I was like oh my gosh what am I actually doing here I felt like like I said a different person. But I knew that I would be seen as the same person returning, and I would, I felt like I'd be this massive disappointment. So it was just such a daunting thing to go back into the same place as I was before I had my baby.
0: Selling a little or a lot?
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: One thing that was interesting and and I guess um, awkward for me, I I don't know how to explain it, but because everyone was also working from home a lot. I mean, this is just post the first lockdown. Um, there was still, you know, workplaces were kind of saying uh, only come in if you need to. And in fact, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that my workplace is very flexible now as a result of, of COVID that there's, you know, people are still working from home all the time, but I expected kind of this instant reconnection with everyone at work. And um, then I felt like, because I only work part-time where everyone works full-time and I had come from working full-time I felt instantly out of the loop but then I worked out that kind of everyone was feeling a little out of the loop simply because there is so much you know of the time working spent from working from home for everyone not just me but I kind of felt like it was a unique experience to me because I was only there part-time. I was also um I think I was a little bit I don't know if envious is the right word, but let's just use it. Um, I was envious of connections that newer people were able to make and really easily. So people that had started in my workplace since I left. So, you know, there's a 12-month gap. There's heaps of new people that have joined. They are all so comfortable and so um, connected with the people around them. They've got this great sense of belonging, which they should. It's amazing. It's amazing. But I felt, you know, it kind of – I felt like it had a reflection on me because I was like, hang on a minute, I've been here longer than most people. Um, I've just stepped out for a little bit and here I am feeling totally out of touch Um, and I just didn't have those connections anymore. And I didn't – I kind of didn't know how to involve myself in things voluntarily. I didn't feel like I had much to talk about. I thought I was also very boring um so to how do I explain this I guess you know in my work environment there's people of all ages but I used to over lunch I'd probably connect with you know some of the younger generations in the workplace um but now I've come back as a mum and I'm having totally different conversations but I but I, ju- I don't know if those what, I'm, what I've got to say is boring to other people. And I feel like it's because I used to find those discussions boring, if I'm totally honest. When I would sit around and hear a bunch of parents talking about kid things, I'd be like, yeah, you think they're cute because they're your kid. Or, you know, you, you think like we're all interested in how you're struggling to sleep. And so when I'm in that position where that's literally all I've got to talk about because I haven't done anything else for the last 12 months, it was very, very awkward for me to voluntarily kind of sit down with people and have lunch i thought i was boring like i said and i didn't really have much to talk about so it was just like this real disconnect i feel like for for quite a period of time um partly because i was also so limited in my vocabulary i know that sounds absolutely crazy but if you know you know like if you literally have had baby brain it's one of the biggest things for me is that my vocabulary felt like, especially at that point in time when I had come off 12 months of being with just a baby, my vocabulary, my, I can't even speak now, my vocabulary felt like it had literally been cut in half. I was using such simple language compared to what I was before. Um, and so combine that with feeling like you've got nothing to talk about and you're really boring and uninteresting. It's ju- it's a very, very strange Thing and and so I felt really out of touch. Another thing that I found really difficult was that I I am not a person that likes special treatment. I really like I don't like to take the piss. If if I'm kind of if people recognise that I'm I'm struggling because of my circumstances and I'm really lucky to have a really supportive workplace. I also am super conscious of the fact that I don't want to be treated. Specially you know differently to everyone else but still reap the same rewards so in one sense I didn't want to be treated differently but on the other sense like I kind of needed to be understood so for example I was um, still breastfeeding so I was pumping while I was at work that's already an awkward thing in itself it's great to have a, an employer that supports you and you know obviously if they don't you've got a problem because they really absolutely should but it is still an awkward thing to do you know to walk in my case through an office you know carrying a pump sitting in a private room you know extracting milk like it just anyway and also being given I guess the freedom to take that time whenever I needed to felt a little bit like the special treatment that I didn't want people I don't know I didn't want people looking at me like you know oh she's back at work but she's not fully in it you know she's taking breaks when we don't get those breaks and that kind of special treatment from a bit more of like a you know professional standpoint in terms of the projects that I was involved with um even you know attending a simple meeting to have a discussion about certain things I felt like I had quite little to offer um baby brain in a work environment is so all-consuming like it is just such a position where I like self-doubt would take over me constantly and I would feel like I used to be somebody and I think I'm coming back to that now but I used to be somebody who I felt I was able to come up with initiative you know initiatives or innovative solutions to things and and you know I'm quite a creative thinker normally so I feel like that's something that is part of you know I shine when I'm when I've got opportunities to come up with like great solutions to stuff and when I'm sitting there drawing blanks And really literally just attending a meeting and just my presence is there but I don't feel like I'm bringing much to the table. It is such a and I just felt like I had so little to offer so it just I felt like I was letting people down. Um, Another thing is that it took me a while to adjust to some new freedoms too so it was a bit awkward for me because I felt like I was still in you know stay at home mode in the sense that I didn't I didn't adjust, I didn't acknowledge some of the freedoms that I have. So for example, I would absolutely chow down my lunch at my desk. No reason, no reason. Everyone in my workplace or most people in my workplace when they can afford to will will stop and eat lunch with peers. But I guess partly because I felt like I had nothing to talk about and I was really boring. But also partly because I was just so used to eating on the go and not really allowing myself that time to stop and enjoy my food, I would absolutely smash my lunch. And even when I would every now and then stop and eat with other people, a few people actually pointed that out. Like they were like, slow down. Like you're literally wolfing it down. There is no need. Um, I also would feel slack if I would take breaks. Like if I would stop and actually eat with people or, you know, um, every now and then go for a walk around the block because I needed to move, I would feel really slack to do that even though that's kind of common practice in my workplace um, because I felt again like I didn't want to take the piss I'm already given the permission to go off and pump should I then stop and eat lunch should I then like it just feels and mate that could just be a me thing that that's very possible because I tend to overthink things in that way but it was something that I you know obviously didn't help me connect with people didn't help me Um, you know socialize or, or build those human connections because I was constantly concerned about making sure that I was not taking the piss but also not adjusting to the freedom that I have you know while I'm in the workplace also I guess suddenly you know before I had a baby I was so capable of joining in on the social aspects of work which to me have always been so important like I am I'm the type of person that if there's a if there's a social function tied to work you know whether it's a Christmas lunch or something that happens you know on a Friday night I am so all about those those moments because to me that's when you get to really know your colleagues and build a connection with them that's when people become human in my eyes you know they kind of drop their workplace you know not professionalism as such but they kind of they bring more of themselves to those occasions. So I used to be all about that. And then suddenly my work day is, has a set time because I have to leave at the end at a very set time to be home in time for my daughter and go back to baby mode. That was really hard for me to adjust to. So I, on top of the fact that I wasn't, I was struggling to connect with people. um, I I found it almost impossible to join in on social aspects of work. And even if I had people offering, like my parents and, and, you know, would always offer to to look after her if I had something on, I also felt that complete guilt that I've spent already so many hours away from her. I'm not going to add on another three, four hours while I go and, you know, have some work drinks like that to me, just, and even to this day, I really struggle with that because I'm like the day's already long enough I need to get back to my parenting. Like I need to get back to being with her because you know, it's it's something that it's just my it's my responsibility and I just feel so awkward about it. And that's something that I hope that I can shake because man, I'm I'm about to I'm about to be on baby number 2 and I really need those moments in my life. I really really do. So something that was really interesting for me was that I didn't I mean I expected it because I know that that's how life is meant to be but work and parenting comes with a, such a new level of chaos so that life can function like when like I said you know I was saying before the 12 months that I have had of of parental leave were un you know unstructured so I would get up when I had to sometimes at 5 sometimes I would be lucky enough to get up at 7 Not likely, but, you know, um, there was a little bit of little structure to it. I would have a shower when I could squeeze one in and sometimes not even, you know, I would eat on the run. I'd stand in the kitchen and eat or, you know, I would eat at like my first meal at like 11 o'clock. That's what my life was like before coming to work. Work gave me the freedom to allow a bit of structure back in my life. But then again, I have to still kind of coordinate all these things that are so chaotic and now, so now I have a two and a half year old who two days a week I take her to childcare um, so I can work. And then the other day, the third day that I work, my parents are with her. And on those three days, I have to somehow fit structure into something that is really, really hard to manage. So how do I, you know, for example, making sure that breakfast is eaten by a certain time I have to I always have to work back breakfast has to be eaten by a certain time so she can be changed and ready and you know and I also have to get myself ready and myself sorted I end up you know bringing my makeup with me and um, I'm not very organized with my lunches which I wish I would be but that chaos to me that now has to fit into more of a coordinated life it is it's it's something that I you know it, it, back in the day it was like sort myself out and then walk out the door then I went through this whole period of complete chaos, and now I have to marry those two, structure and chaos, and and I'm I find that really really hard. So it's funny because every now and then I get I get it sorted like I, like this day went smoothly, she was up at a good time, she had her breakfast, you know I got her ready and sorted for the day. My husband and I managed to coordinate a really good morning. I managed to get to work on time and a little. I love to get to work a little bit early because then it can buy me, you know, buy me some time to grab a coffee or just get my head on straight and I managed to do that and then <laughs> what happens is I'm just reminded, you know, once I've, once I've achieved that, it feels like such a big achievement these days but I'm just reminded that tomorrow is a new day so I have to, the feelings of having my shit together are so temporary um and yeah I just I just realized that tomorrow I have to do it all again um so I am shit scared if you've got older kids I am so excited to hear from you because I am absolutely shit scared about when school starts you know when it's a five-day thing of trying to structure mornings and man having to make lunches like some that's something I haven't had to worry about now because in Australia childcare includes that which is why it's so bloody expensive um, I need to get my shit together by the time she's in school so that I can be organised and she can have lunch too and preferably something healthy if possible. So something that I just want to say, I guess this is my little um, wisdom nugget, whatever you want to call it, passing, you know, paying it forward, is that if you haven't returned to work yet and you plan to, I know it's fucking scary. I know it's, pr- it's the scary personally it's the scariest thing I've ever had to experience or the hardest thing I've ever had to experience but if it gives you any reassurance um, after all these intense feelings go away because they will because life moves on and you start to become familiar with things all over again I have gained just in time to go on maternity leave all over again, <laughs> I have gained a little sense of my own self my old self um, and I've had opportunities to work on things that I'm that fuel my passions. I'm very passionate about what I do um, and even though I have felt useless and you know baby brain has taken over my life, there are moments where I can really feel myself getting excited about something to do with my passion so um, it kind of has has helped me regain a little sense of purpose not to say let's just clarify not to say that being a mum is not a huge part of my sense of purpose but it's not my entire self I've spoken on many episodes about identity and for me mum life is not all of me I'm so proud to be the mum of my incredible creature she's such a shifty little thing Um, but it's not all of me and so being able to return to work for me personally has kind of given me that taste of my old self Um, and even though it was petrifying to return to work it does get better it does get better I promise it gets better Um, you know at, at times it allows me to have a little bit of me time and I feel like I just need to use it better there's times where I don't think to use it better I'm you know I'm driving to work thinking about how I need to structure her week or any appointments and stuff and I need to be conscious of the fact that I I need to learn to switch off the moment I get in the car Um, but it also has kind of bought me a bit more quality time with her so when I am back from work I switch off from work mode and I'm really excited to hear about her day and I am everything else comes second like I'm literally so in the moment with her that that those pockets of quality time didn't happen as much when I was on parental leave because I was always multitasking so it's a little bit of it's a little bit of you know gold on both sides I guess and that I hope is something that you experience if you do hope if you do plan to return to work obviously I respect your choices if you um, if you're not going to return to work or you're going to take more time off I don't know what my future is going to be like Um, you know I don't know work-wise what my future is going to be like I don't know what my circumstances are going to be after I have another baby Um, I do plan to return to work but I respect I respect people who don't I respect people who say you know from the moment I have a kid my my time is going to be spent dedicated to them from either this point on or from you know now until they go to school or whatever and I know people who've done that and it's like the best decision that they could have made for themselves I think I think that's awesome and like I said let's talk in you know in 12 months time or more when when I'm having to make when I'm having to go through the same process of returning to work after I've got a second kid but I just wanted to put this out there because I want to know that your feelings if you had a crazy time returning to work and, and you were stuck um, your feelings are so not just you it is it's so overwhelming and so intense but I also wanted to put it out there to let those people know who are scared to go back or who are you know going back to work is around the corner for you. I promise you it will get easier um and less daunting and overwhelming. I just wanted to give you that. So as usual, I am here to remind you to trust your gut, be kind to your pooch, have a good one, and if work is around the corner for you, maybe you're starting in 2023, just lap up these moments, but but just remember that shit's not coming to an end. You're still going to be a mom, you're still going to have these these special times in your life. And if you're nervous about returning to work, you know, let's, let's catch up for a drink at the pub after I've had this baby. I will see you on the next episode. Bye.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm.